David Spada is a successful attorney whose dream was to become a sports talk show host. Elliot Harris is a Chicago sports columnist who wanted to expand his media presence. In the next hour, they combine their talents and love of sports and women by interviewing former professional athletes and lovely ladies on sports and torts. But keeping the boys out of trouble isn't always easy because when David and Elliot are together, they have more fun than should be legal. Elliot, we're using all available technology today. We're not only got audio, video, we're Skyping our beautiful girl in today. We're very much 21st century today somehow. We no tin cans today. We have them just in case. We don't have the lovely lady in studio, but we have the next best thing. We have Playboy Playmate Pilar Lastra on with us with Skype. She is not only beautiful, she is a football expert. A fantasy football expert. She has her own show. She's an author. She does it all. I don't know why I'm wasting time with the introduction. Let's just go to, right to her. Hi, Pilar. How are you? I'm great, guys. Thanks so much for having me on. Thanks for coming on. You look great this morning. You just, oh, you know, I just rolled out of bed. <laughs> I know the feeling. Well, not not of rolling out of bed with you, just but oh, never mind. So... You know, the funny thing is that I'm going to be going to Nepal for two weeks on Saturday. I'm not going to be looking like this for two weeks, that's for sure, in Nepal. You're going to be able to keep up with your fantasy football? Well, you know, I have the DirecTV package with the Go. So I have it, like, on my iPad, on my phone. I've got all kinds of downloads. And hopefully I'm going to just try and get to, like, Wi-Fi spots as much as I can because that's going to be really difficult for me. You You think they have those in Nepal? Well, I asked my provider, and they said that, that with my service, that AT&T said that, they, that the satellite should work. So I'm really hoping on it, because otherwise I'm going to be miserable. For those of us geographically challenged, where is Nepal? It's far, far away. People know it most. Like, whenever I go, it's, it's by Tibet. People are like, oh, okay, I'm going to be in Kathmandu. Okay. So you're going to visit the Dalai Lama and teach him a little football or something? Um, I wish that that's what I was doing. I'm actually going to be doing some volunteer work out there um, with the orphans, and it's a company called Rescue Humanity. So I'm going to be out there, you know, taking medical supplies to the orphans, and then um, women and children that have escaped sex slavery. Pretty intense. How did you get involved with this? Um, through my radio shows, I've I've met a lot of charity organizations, and I always like to go online and research them and see which ones are legit. And this one was one that really did pull the strings on my heart. So now I'm going to be going to Nepal with <laughs> Okay. Now you, you host a fantasy football show on Sirius XM on the Playboy yeah. channel, right? No, um, actually on their fantasy sports channel. Okay. It's Sirius 210 XM 87. Okay. Is it more fantasy or is it sports or is it both? No, it's, it's fantasy football. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. We give diehard information on there. Do you have a co-host? I do. Scott B. Huff is, is my primary co-host, and then we also have Jamie Edmondson, who's been on your show before. Yes, she has. She's a lot better look, She's a lot better looking co-host than the one you're next to. I'm looking at the picture right now. Don't, then, wait, then don't tell him Huff? we said Then him. Yeah, don't tell him we said that. Yeah, even he's he's very knowledgeable. Okay. 
So where does where does your knowledge of football come from? Um, well, I grew up in Texas, so I think that it was just something I grew up with around. And then I'm very competitive, so when I found out like there was something called fantasy football, I was like, "This is brilliant! I've been playing it for years. I'm a five time league champion. Last year was the only year I haven't won, um, but hopefully this year I'm, I'm going to get my title back." So are you a Cowboys or an Oilers fan or a Texan fan now? Um, well, I, I was definitely born a Dallas Cowboy fan, but I grew up loving the Oilers, and so now I, I definitely do support the Houston Texans. And they've got such a great team. Fantasy-wise, they're amazing. It just sucks that they can't get any decent wins. I mean, they, they can't catch a bone for the life of them, it seems like. But fantasy-wise, I mean, Matt Schaub is, is really great. Their tight ends are really great. Even... You know, I think James Casey is kind of the guy that one day is going to really start helping people out in, in fantasy points. I'm waiting for him to have his big break. Elliot knows a lot about tight ends. Wait a second, wait a second. <laughs> Easy there. We're going to turn this into X-rated from R-rated. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with a good tight end in fantasy. That's all I'm saying. Who's your favorite? That's football? all I say. Who's your favorite football player? Um, well, when he's healthy, I'm going to say Andre, Andre Johnson, but right now it's going to be Calvin Johnson because he's just the one that's that's producing the most fantasy points as far as a wide receiver. Last week, Ahmad Bradshaw killed it for me. I won in all my leagues because of him. So now in these leagues, are you going up against other playmates or are you going up with guys who think they can kick your ass? Well, both. Um, I, I have one league on Playboy.com that Jamie Evanson also plays in. Um, that one we're going up against. I'm going up against another playmate, Jamie, and then also other fantasy football experts. And then the one on the SiriusXM, uh, the Celebrity League, that one I'm going up uh, different experts, um, radio personalities, and I'm the only girl on that one. So that one's, that one's kind of fun. The trades that I get are ridiculous. Everybody, When Andre Johnson was healthy, everybody was trying to get Andre Johnson for like the most lowest people on their totem pole. I was like, I'm, I'm a playmate, not a blonde, guys. Come on. We got this. I thought blondes had more fun, though. That is not true. <laughs> that is the biggest misconception on the face of the planet. Okay. Now, I can understand how a beautiful girl would have an advantage if you sit down at a card table and there does, uh, there's some sort of distraction going on there. How does it work on draft day? Is there any inherent advantage that, that you can bat your eyes at somebody and get the player you want instead of that guy? I did that, actually. Um, when we had the Sirius XM, the, the celebrity draft, um, I was sitting next to the fantasy guru who won last year, John Hansen. And I was I was last to draft, and Andre Johnson and Calvin Johnson were still on the board, and I really did want Andre Johnson. And, and he was like, well, all right, I'll take Calvin Johnson and I batted my eyelashes. He said, okay. He took Calvin Johnson. I took Andre Johnson. And in the end, it worked out better for him because Andre Johnson got hurt. And right now he's just sitting on my bench. Now, in Chicago, are, are there any Bears players that are worth having on a fantasy league team? Um, Robbie Gold. Robbie, I have him on, my, on every single one of my leagues. I absolutely love him. Um, he comes on our show quite often. He's a delight to have on, but... Honestly, I mean, he gets it done when it comes to fantasy points. I, I really do. And not only that, he should be paid as a wide receiver because that kid puts more points on the board than anybody else from the Chicago Bears. He's good as gold. But I'm bum. He is. He 
Yes. Yeah, he he doesn't miss too often. He, when he comes on the field, you generally have an idea the Bears are going to come away with three points. Yes, definitely. Pilar, I see so. that you were part of my one of my favorite TV shows a couple years ago, Vegas. How many episodes were you on? I did a couple. I had a recurring role on that one. It was so much fun because my character was always in and out of jail. She was a troublemaker, um, typically involved in some kind of a crazy money scam, but always in and out of jail. So I'd go to jail for a little while, and then they'd bring me back. She was a lot of fun. So not like me. Not at all. Never in and out of jail. Any uh, kissing scenes with Josh Demal or the other characters? No, they were always arresting me. I mean, I had handcuff scenes with them. <laughs> That's close. Yeah, no, no kissing scenes. So do you have further acting aspirations? Um, you know, right now, um, the show Las Vegas actually landed me on Deal or No Deal, so I took a lot of time, and I was on every single episode of Deal or No Deal. We had 300 episodes. And then I think, you know, from Deal or No Deal, um, so much other stuff started happening in my career. My racing started taking off. I'm a sponsored race car driver by Mazda. My book just came out. I would love to get back into acting, but right now everything, you know, is just kind of not taking me in that direction. My, my fantasy football show is doing really well. My book just came out. I'm, you know, about to start doing all the press for that, which I'm going to do a really shameless plug. Here it is. Treat me like your car. A man's guide to treating a lady. So, um, and it, it's just, it uses car analogies to help men understand women's frustrations and how to treat a lady. So guys can check under the hood, is that what you're saying? There is an entire section that's called playing under the hood. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to let you guys use your imagination to let y'all know what, what that section is all about. I don't even know how to change a tire in my car. Do you tell me how to do that? What? You don't know, you know, the very first thing my mom um, made me know how to do before I could go on a date or own a car was change my tire and change my oil. I thought that's what triple A's for, or uh, basically yeah. Jiffy Lube. Yeah, you know, I have I have actually changed a tire in white capri pants and and high heels on the side of the highway because triple A takes at least forty five minutes. I don't have forty five minutes to wait around for triple A. <laughs> I don't want to break a nail. Uh, I think I think I we got gender gender issues here. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, it's a it's a fun book. It's very well balanced. It's for you know something. I, I wanted girls to be able to buy it for their boyfriend and guys to want to pick it up and and have like a lighthearted read to just kind of remind them. You know, chivalry is not dead. It just needs a good jump start. So okay. you can go to barnesandnoble.com and pick it up. Amazon has it. Okay, are there there pictures and illustrations and things that those of us who were reading challenged still might be able to enjoy? Um, no, there's no pictures in the book, but there's a really cute cover. I don't know if you've seen the cover. It's yes. really cute. I don't know if you guys can see it from there, but it's a cute cover. And then I have another one on the back. So those are the only two pictures. What's your favorite chapter? <laughs> uh, my favorite chapter, well, I really do like playing under the hood because I do think that you know, intimacy is really important in a relationship, and that's where a lot of communication comes in, into play, and, and that's that's really important. But there's another section that's gotten a lot of response, which talks about, you know, um, like encouraging a woman to be self-empowered. I kind of relate, you know, guys encouraging a woman to be self-empowered and like the all well-rounded woman to a jag, uh, uh, I'm sorry, a, a Range Rover. 
how the Range Rover is like the perfect every occasion car. You can take it off-roading. You can load up the kids, take them to soccer practice. You know, you can take it to a nice car wash and go for a nice dinner date, a red carpet event. It's like the every occasion car. And that's kind of how you want your girlfriend to be. You want, no matter what situation, you want her to be able to fit in and not always be connected to you at the hips and, you know, know a little bit about everything. She doesn't have to be a know-it-all. So it's really good for men to encourage women to be self-empowered and self-sufficient. Well, it'd be, good if, all it'd be good if the women know how to change a tire and change the oil, too. Then the guy can just sit in the car and relax. You know, that's the worst thing that anybody's ever asked me to do. I have a boyfriend that <laughs> Wait, they, they've asked you to do that? I could think yeah, of things, but that wouldn't be the top of the list. But you mentioned Range Rover. What about the people on a Budweiser budget who can't afford Range Rovers? Well, but the thing is that it's just an analogy. Oh, okay. I mean, you, you, you know, you want how the Range Rover is the all-around car. You want your girlfriend to be that way. You want her to be well-rounded. And I mean, nobody wants to go to a place where you have to babysit your girlfriend all the time or someone that doesn't have an opinion because she's just not well-rounded. So wait, you're saying so don't go for the Ferrari and the girlfriend, the fast. You want the durability. Yeah, you want you know something that's well rounded. Definitely something that's well rounded. That's Oprah. (laughs) Oprah's a little too well rounded. (laughs) Ferraris are fun, you know, but um, I mean, I was just in in Belgium and Germany driving a couple of the new Ferraris, and the one thing that I can I can say is that. You know, I want to go pedal to the metal with them every single time. And that's it. I'm not going to take it to a nice, slow, you know, bumper-to-bumper traffic situation. That's going to suck. Kind of like Pretty Woman. I mean, you had to basically refine Julia Roberts in that movie because, again, she looked good, but she had no culture till the manager of the hotel got done with her. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and then she became a Range Rover. Very well-rounded. <laughs> <laughs> And Richard Gere was just the passenger, is that? He was funding the operation. Oh, is that how this works? <laughs> so, Polar. He was a car wash guy. He, he was, was what? The one that was he what? was the one that was cleaning up. With today's NFL here, you're watching these games, these players getting hurt. Is there, do you kind of watch to not basically take people on your team or injury prone, or you're willing to take the risk? On fantasy football? Yes. That, um, the only person that I ever take a risk on whenever I hear that he's hurt is Calvin Johnson. Other than that, I, I typically, if they're really hurt, I always pay really close attention to the um, the injury reports. And last minute, right before kickoff time, I'm I'm on 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 my fantasy football site seeing if I need to make any. Any roster adjustments, but and the other person that I feel very confident in is Hockey Nix. I mean, I'll put him in a flex position before I sit him, and he's always guaranteed to to really show up and play, even when he is injured. But those are probably my only two. Okay, we've had models who've been on Deal or No Deal before, and I always had the same question: Did you ever get a chance to shake hands with Howie Mandel, or was a fist bump as close as you could come? Um. I, I never actually shook his hands, but I remember one time I was like, come on, Howie, I, I dare you. Like, just give me a high five. And he was like, why, that's so stupid. And I was like, come on, I triple dog dare you. And he was like, okay, this is so stupid. He's like, fine, high five. And I was like, oh, that's no fun. So I never did it because uh, I, I didn't expect him to say yes, but I should have done it. Is he but a germaphobic? He like, yes. Big time. Big time germaphobe. 
So does he have someone walking away with walking around with sanitary wipes, wiping off the microphone, wiping off the desk, kind of like Howard Hughes used to? No, he's not. He doesn't really do that, but he just doesn't doesn't put himself in that situation where he touches anything. But it's, it's primarily just hands, is what he says. It's just hands. I don't know if you remember the old Family Feud with Richard Dawson. He was kissing all the girls back then. Oh, he has no problem with kissing. It's touching hands. <laughs> Oh, okay. So you're not going to be in the States for Halloween, so you won't be at the mansion for the Halloween party? No, I'm going to miss that party, and I'm really bummed about it because that's one of the only times that I'll ever go into a haunted house. <laughs> and the last time I was there, somebody had to give me a piggyback ride out of the, the haunted house. Oh, wait. Who gave you the piggyback ride? This is getting good. The, the poor fool that was, like, in front of me. I felt so bad for him. He was probably like, get off my back, you monkey. Like... And finally, he just gave me a piggyback ride out of there. I was so scared. They turned the tennis courts into an 11-room haunted house. And they have, like, these these body bags that you go through, and you think everybody's dead, but then they start grabbing at you, and they have these things that come out of the ground. I mean, it's just crazy. Aren't they always grabbing at the models at the Playboy Club? Always. I should have been used to it. I mean, what's wrong with <laughs> So, does Hugh uh, Hefner jump out of a body bag? Did Hef? No. My, that would be really funny. I bet people wouldn't even believe it was him. And then they do this other thing, too, where they do a maze with mirrors, and that one's ridiculous. I mean, I, I think I spent like 45 minutes in it one time just trying to get out. But you're not blonde. I thought the blondes have trouble getting through mazes. I know, but you know what? There's mirrors all over the place. I kept stopping to check my hair. <laughs> I do that, too, in the studio. I look at my picture in the glass to see how I'm looking. Am I vain or just weird? Yeah, both. I don't think it's an either-or proposition, David. I don't know how to break this to you. Well, if you guys get a chance, y'all should definitely try and make the, uh, the Halloween parties at the mansion. They have them twice this year. It's both uh, Friday and Saturday. How do you get tickets, or how do you get invited? Um, if I was going, I would totally bring you guys as my guests. But this year, maybe next year, I'll bring you guys as my guests. But um, they do sell tickets online. So the Karma Foundation, um, Candy Candyland is who I think puts it on. And, and I think there's, I think there's some uh, way at Playboy.com you can enter for the chance to to go to the Halloween party as well, if I remember. Yeah, Playboy.com is always doing a really cool sweepstakes or giveaway to get people into the parties. Pilar, will you ask a lot of the models this? Who is the most famous person you ever met? The most famous person I've ever met. Other than yourself. No. <laughs> um, wow, that, that I would say that I was actually really excited to meet. Yes. Someone you <laughs> say, you, I can't believe I'm meeting this person. Terrence Newman. When I met Terrence Newman, I was really excited because, I, you know, my entire family is a, is a Dallas Cowboy fan. So I was really excited when I, when I knew that he was going to go to one of the Playboy Golf Finals. I was really excited to meet him. That's it? That's the best you I could... know. Well, because, I mean, I'm I'm a football fanatic. I mean, celebrities don't really do much for me. We see them at the, at the mansion all the time. One Halloween, George Clooney and Leonardo DiCaprio dressed up in big, huge monkey suits, and they were there all night. But, I mean, that did nothing for me. Like, knowing Terrence Newman was going to be at the Playboy Mansion was amazing to me. Different strokes for different folks. Perfectly understandable. Okay. <laughs> you see, like, we've interviewed a 
bunch of different people, and model-wise, you are my favorite one so far. We've interviewed April Rose. Don't tell all the other ladies. I'm not going to tell. This is just a secret. This is just between the three of us. It was, it was Molly Sims, but you just beat Molly. Oh, I love Molly Sims. Well, so do I. She, she came on our show, and after she was on our show, then all of a sudden she's all over Twitter. Before then, it's like she hardly knew it existed. Where was she when we needed her? Twitter's a lot of fun. Deanna Brooks, who was Miss May 1998, she's the one who turned me on to Twitter. And it's almost like I'm text messaging everybody all day long. But now the Blackberry's giving me so many problems, it's so hard for me to get on Twitter. <laughs> I'm switching to the iPhone. I, I recommend the iPhone, although make sure you get have a charger along with you because I'm, I'm finding the battery isn't all that great. But I would recommend it. I, I went from a dumb phone to an iPhone, so... Are you on Twitter, Elliot? I'm on Twitter, Elliot Harris. And you? Sports and torts I have on Twitter, but I use Facebook more. Facebook, Twitter doesn't give me enough time to express myself. Uh, you need to be more concise. And Pilar is real, you're real Pilar Lastro. Yeah, real Pilar Lastro is my Twitter. Thank you. And I'm always doing fantasy football questions on there, too. When do you come to Chicago to promote this book? Um, I hope soon. The only thing that, and I actually enjoy going to the uh, to the Bears games. Um, so I'm hoping to make it out there for sure before the season is over. But um, y'all's winters are really cold. Oh, <laughs> that's what they have fur coats for. I, you know, and and that's what they have leggings for. Really cute boots and really sexy scarves. I'm I'm gonna dress up for the occasion, buy a new outfit, and get myself to Chicago, and then I'm gonna come into y'all's studio. Ooh, sounds very good. Our producer is smiling from ear to ear. So are we. <laughs> we'll look forward to it. Thank you yeah, so definitely. much for your time. Thank you guys so oh, much. Thank you. Have fun. Good luck in your fantasy <laughs> league. That was Pilar okay. Lastra. Um, I want to check but, out her but, new book, but not Lestra. Not Lestra. Again, number one rule, uh, know how to pronounce your guest names. I had trouble with that. I think I butched Joel DeMalure, DeMalure, whatever his name was. Hampton corrected me on that a couple times. He goes, know your guys, Dave. But again, you're listening to Sports and Torts, and when we come back, we're going to have on NFL Hall of Famer Floyd Little. Stay tuned.